0: This is the chocolatey Journey with Charlie. La 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 Hello listeners and welcome back to the series on Chakraty Journey with Charlie. And uh, we are done with one festival and there is another one coming up next week. This is great because right now in India, the season of festivals has started. So, um, I won't promise, but maybe you would receive a lot of bonus episodes in between with some new recipes, yeah. But, yes, I mean, there is a high possibility, but it's not a promise. But I'll try my best to share as much as possible. And I do hope you are trying out the recipes shared and you are enjoying them. Okay, so coming back to the podcast. Today, uh, Charlie and the other golden ticket finders are standing in front of Mr. Wonka's factory and the gates open and they see Mr. Wonka and he's there called inside, Mr. Wonka introduces all of them and that's how Charlie's journey begins. So let's not waste a moment, let's quickly recap what we did in our last episode And dive into today's story. Okay, so get set and dive. Charlie, standing only a few paces away from the speaker, gave Grandpa Joe's hand a squeeze and the old man looked down at Charlie and smiled. Somewhere in the distance, a church clock began striking ten. Very slowly, With a loud creaking of rusty hinges, the great iron gates of the factory began to swing open. All eyes were fixed upon the gates. There he is! Somebody shouted. That's him! And so it was. Chapter Fourteen Mr. Willy Womka Mr. Wonka was standing all alone just inside the open gates of the factory. And what an extraordinary little man he was. He had a black top hat on his head. He wore a tail coat made of a beautiful plum-colored velvet. His trousers were bottle green. His gloves were pearly gray. And in one hand, He carried a fine gold-topped walking cane. Covering his chin, there was a small, neat-pointed black beard, a goatee. And his eyes? His eyes were most marvellously bright. They seemed to be sparkling and twinkling at you all the time. The whole face, in fact, was alight with fun and laughter. And oh, how clever he looked! How quick and sharp and full of life! He kept making quick jerky little movements with his head, cocking it this way and that and taking everything in with those bright, twinkling eyes. He was like a squirrel, in the quickness of his movements like a quick, clever old squirrel from the park. Suddenly he did a funny little skipping dance in the snow, and he spread his arms wide and he smiled at the five children who were clustered near the gates, and he called out, Welcome, my little friends. Welcome to the factory. His voice was high and fluty. Will you come forward one at a time, please? He called out, And bring your parents. Then show me your gold ticket and give me your name first the big fat boy stepped up I'm Augustus Gloop," he said Augustus cried mr. Wonka seizing his hand and pumping it up and down with terrific force my dear boy how good to see you delighted charmed, oh, a joy to have you with us and these are your parents? How nice. Come and come on. That's right. Step through the gates. Mr. Wonka was clearly just as excited as everybody else. My name, said the next child to go forward, is Roka Salt. My dear Roka, how do you do? What a pleasure this is. You do have an interesting name, don't you? I always thought that a red car was a sort of what that you got on the sole of your foot. But I must be wrong, mustn't I? How pretty you look in that lovely mink coat. I'm so glad you could come. Dear me, this is going to be such an amazing, exciting day. I do hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure you will. I know you will. Your father? How are you, Mr. Salt? And Mrs. Salt overjoyed to see you. Yes, the ticket is quite in order. Please go in. The next two children, Violet, Beauregard and Mike Tabe came forward to have their tickets examined and then to have their arms practically pumped off their shoulders by the energetic Mr. Wonka. And... Last of all, a small nervous voice whispered, Ah, um, Charlie, um, Charlie Bucket, Charlie cried Mr. Wonka. Well, 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 so there you are. You are the one who found your ticket only yesterday, aren't you? Yes, yes, I read all about it in the morning's newspaper just in time my dear boy i am so glad so happy for you and this your grandfather delighted to meet you so overjoyed oh, and raptured enchanted. all right excellent is everybody in now five children yes good now will you please follow me our tour is about to begin but do keep together Please don't wander off by yourself. I shouldn't like to lose any of you at this stage of the proceedings. Oh dear me, no. Charlie glanced back over his shoulder and saw the great iron entrance gates slowly closing behind him. The crowds on the outside were still pushing and shouting. Charlie took a last look at them. Then, as the gates closed with a clang, All sight of the outside world disappeared. Here we are! cried Mr. Wonka trotting along in front of the group. Through this big red door, please. That's right. It's nice and warm inside. I have to keep it warm inside the factory because of the workers. My workers are used to an extremely hot climate. They can't stand the cold. They would perish if they went outside in this weather. They would freeze to death. but who are these workers? Asked Augustus Clue. All in good time, my dear boy, said Mr. Wonka, smiling at Augustus. Be patient. You shall see everything as we go along. Are all of you inside? Hmm, good. Would you mind closing the door? Thank you. Charlie Bucket found himself standing in a long corridor that stretched away in front of him as far as he could see. The corridor was so wide that a car could easily have been driven along it. The walls were pale pink. The lighting was soft and pleasant. Mm, How lovely and warm, whispered Charlie. I know, and what a marvellous smell, answered Grandpa Joe, taking a long, deep sniff. All the most wonderful smells in the world seemed to be mixed up in the air around them. The smell of roasting coffee and burnt sugar and melting chocolate and mint and violets and crushed hazelnuts and apple blossom and caramel and lemon peel. Oof! And far away, in the distance from the heart of the great factory, came a muffled roar of energy, as though some monstrous gigantic machine was spinning its wheels at breakneck speed. Now this, my dear children, said Mr. Wonka, raising his voice above the noise. This is the main corridor. Will you please hang your coats and hats on those pegs over there and then follow me? That's the way, girls. Everyone ready? Come on, then. Here we go. He trotted off rapidly down the corridor with the tail of his plump-colored velvet coat flapping behind him, and the visitors all hurried after him. It was quite a large party of people when you come to think of it. There were nine grown-ups and five children, 14 in all, so you can imagine that there was a good deal of pushing and shoving as they hustled and bustled down the passage, trying to keep up with the swift little figure in front of them. Come on, cried Mr. Wonka. Get a move on, please. We'll never get round today if you dwindle like this. Soon he turned right off the main corridor into another slightly narrower passage. Then he turned left and left again, then right, then left, then right, then right, then left. The place was like a gigantic rabbit warren with passages leading this way and that in every direction. Don't you let go of my hand, Charlie, whispered Grandpa Joe. Notice how all these passages are sloping downwards? called out Mr. Wonka. We are now going underground. All the most important rooms in my factory are deep down below the surface. What's that? Somebody asked. Hmm, there wouldn't be nearly enough space for them up on the top, answered Mr. Wonka. These rooms are all going to see are enormous. They're larger than football fields. No building in the world would be big enough to house them. But, down here, underneath the ground, I have got all the space I want. There's no limit so long as I hollow it out. Mr. Wonka turned right, he turned left, then turned right again. The passages were sloping steeper and steeper downhill now. Then, suddenly Mr. Wonka stopped. In front of him, there was a shiny metal door. The party crowded round. On the door in large letters, it said the chocolate room. So, listeners, that's it for today, and we stop here right in front of the chocolate room. Oh, the name itself seems so exciting, you know, and just the way um Mr. Honka narrated, he said that this is the most exciting room in the factory, most important room in the factory, that just increases your curiosity, right? Just want to know what lies behind those closed doors, yes? So... Stay calm. Keep your curiosity hat on. I'll come back here right on Friday to find out what is behind the door that has labeled the chocolate room. Yes. So I'll see you on Friday. Don't forget to share your comments in my Twitter handle at Roshni You can also drop an email at Sishuandaskata at com. I'll wait to hear from you and come back here on Friday. Till then, see ya. Take care and bye.